Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Working class. On DeerCast, welcome. Another episode. Ross Bigger, you're back already. Back again. We struggle to get you on because you're working. Yep. And then once we have you on, you kill a deer. Yep. And we're able to get you right back on. Right. We're kind of cramming a little bit, though. It's all right. It's good. We got to record this and you got to go because you got other hunters coming in town. Yep. Hanging out. So, yeah, it's a little busy. It's a busy time of year for everybody, I think. But It's very busy. Yep. Um, our families are feeling it. Yep. Um, work is probably feeling it for you guys that are taking time off. Yep. But it's go time. Yeah, it's go time. So it's the time we count down for. Yep. So let's talk about it, man, because you're, we, as we talked in the other episode with you, um, we actually use my buck as a cover art because that's what I just killed. So we use that as a reason to talk about that buck, but Hey, both of us, Illinois boys got, got bucks down. That's right. Good eights. Yep. Nice eights. Well, I was a nine, technically, I guess. Yeah. So yours is almost a nine. Yeah, it was almost. It was close, but... So let's talk about it, because you actually got out, and you were hunting... You're hunting in November, which I'm excited about, because I'm yeah. like, oh, Ross will kill before the Ice Age freezes over the world. Yeah, well, it's... So I got I got out. I was able to get out uh, Saturday. This past Saturday would have been the 5th. Yeah, the 5th, and it was like 40-mile-an-hour wind, uh, raining. I mean, it was... A, Pretty crappy day, honestly. But uh, that's that, a very tough weather this year. But I will say that I went ahead and toughed it out anyway, and I sat there thinking this is going to be ridiculous. But uh, I got to see two really nice bucks. Got full. I went to full draw on two uh, on one of them twice, mm-hmm. uh, and had to let down just no clear shot, and uh, lots of action that morning. That was good. Mm-hmm. And then remember the date on that would have been the fifth, the fifth, November fifth. Yep. So then the sixth rolls around, and I. Go back to the same spot, hoping I can see those deer come back through again. And it's kind of a morning spot anyway. Mm-hmm. I like that. So I I sat in there Ex- and... Explain, maybe... Um, we'll take this story and elaborate it for okay. 
just in, in how you hunted it, maybe it can help someone. Why why would you consider a morning spot? Uh, well, for one, cameras hit pretty hard there uh, in the mornings, and it's it's like it's coming up off of. I guess it's it's in the timber a little ways. It's like a kill plot about eighty yards into the timber from the field edge. Mm-hmm. And I so you're not like blowing out a field in the morning on the way there, right? I got yeah. you. Okay. So, and I like to safer access for a morning spot, right? So access wise, I mean it's pretty pretty slick. I can walk this fence row and and get down to a low spot and then just pop right up into this. So that's about this set. Yeah, it's it's so. like. That's as bulletproof as it gets. And there's I, now I've ran some deer out of the field, you know, a couple of times. But I like to, I I don't like to, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't like to uh, just go parading around in pitch black dark. Like yeah, I want to, like you, like you're invisible. Yeah, like I want to wait to just so you can see with the naked eye. Then you know, just make sure and then run binos across the field and before I take off. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Otherwise, I uh, so it just normally is a good morning spot. They're kind of coming coming off. The food kind of working their way back in the timber. They're they're more or less uh, making their way down, and go to get a drink because there's a creek bottom down below. So it's just you. like kind of like this just staging area, just kind of working their way back in. So yeah, and it's on top of a ridge and a bunch of other ridges, kind of connected, just kind of rolls through. So yeah, they, I, it's like they're I in know there. what area you're talking about, and it's pretty in there. Yeah, so it's a sweet spot. So I I uh, I got I went back in there and. Saw lots of deer that next morning was awesome. So mm-hmm. it was in the sixth uh, November, and sun came up. Wind wasn't blowing. That was nice. By the way, that's Clint's birthday. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I got uh, got in the tree. Didn't blow. I mean, it was like nobody around. Mm-hmm. I didn't blow any deer out. I thought, well, that could be good or bad. Maybe there's no deer moving. This yeah. But uh, no, I got to see quite a few does coming. They were walking in right as soon as I got in the tree. It worked out good, and. Uh, bunch of turkeys i think there was like 20 some toms yeah come out a couple jakes in there but they were they were all over the place thought about shooting one i got two tags in my pocket and i'm like i got a fall turkey tag as well uh, i'm done doing it with a bow yeah well it's uh, just a i just i just thought um it's gonna mess up a hunt so yeah that's cool. it's cool fact, to shoot one every now and again you know in the fall but right so i guess i gotta back up real quick and tell you when it was raining blowing all the day before yeah yeah big old long beard come dragging his beard into the food plot there's does sitting right there like, yeah munching on the side he walks right by him all by himself coming right to him he comes like 25 yards so i pull back and whack so he Oh, you he did kinda, shoot one. Yeah, so he ends up walking off, like kind of doing something, doing this funky walk. And I'm watching him, and I didn't grab another arrow. I was just kind of watching him, and the trees swaying. I'm trying to see where he's going, how far he's going to make it before he tips over. And he walks like 10, 12 yards, and he walks right past like the 160-inch 10-point. Just standing there looking at him. Did you know that buck was there? No. <laughs> I'm following the turkey, and all of a sudden I'm like, go. Oh. Geez, <laughs> grab another oh. arrow, and I anyway. So then, uh, he had one broke off uh, on his three, just a little bit of break on top. Yeah, but he was a solid, you know, 50, 60 bucks somewhere yeah. in there, and uh, he was putting nosing those does around. And I hurry up, grab another arrow, and the wind's blowing so hard, mapping them isn't really working. So yeah, I mean, and I don't want to scream at him and scare him. Right, uh, mapping them, uh, okay, like map, map, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, um, I go to full draw and. With the wind blowing, like I have shooting lanes, but these yeah. branches are just dancing all over the place. 
and I'm swaying back and forth. It's not a good time. I have my feet out to the end of the stand, like with trying my to back stable yourself. The tree, just holding tight, like, full draw. Like that's the still. worst. So scary too. Even if you're it, strapped in, it's scary. So I'm like, map, nothing, map, and he finally stopped. Like he might have heard something, and he kind of looked around. <laughs> of course, he's got a tree right in front of him. So yeah. And then I had to let down. And then he turned around and he nosed some does around a little bit more. And I thought he was going to hit another hole. It was like 38, 38 yards. Went to full draw again. And the doe starts taking off at a, at a pretty good trot. And he caught right back up on her. Like just, mm. he, he, run, he run right through that hole. And I'm like, well. That's uh, that's how it goes. So that was that was fun. So then he goes over that doe that he was after, beds down right on this ridge. So the, it was a south wind. And the way I was telling it goes into this creek bottom. Well, this big rolling ridge before it goes down the creek bottom would be north facing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. all those deer went over and bedded right on the edge of that. To get ridge. out of the wind. Just just so that all that wind's hitting them in the back so yeah. they can just look north and protect their protect themselves that way. Right. Uh, but anyways, they all sat down, lay down, and uh, he just stood over the top of her for a little while, and I was just watching through my binos. How far, roughly? Oh, uh, they were probably 70, 80 yards oh, back yeah. in there. Perfect loophole distance to just observe. Yeah. yeah. So I'm watching, and then uh, he starts acting all squirrely, and he starts going in circles, and pretty soon he starts walking away, and I'm like, what's he doing? And Sorry, I feel I, like I have ticks crawling all over me from your butt. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, like, all of a sudden, this big see. old rack, big old rack just appears out from behind a tree and he's making a big old rub uh-huh. just showing off anyway he he ran that deer off and he was pretty good so like i was gonna shoot that deer yeah and this uh, this is a bigger one it was just a perfect 10 pointer no yeah. kidding chocolate horn yeah he was he was do you know these deer are they surprised i've deer? got pictures of them yeah of both of them yeah so i've got i know who they are i just didn't think i'd see both of them together right especially there. after cracking a turkey yeah yeah no kidding and <laughs> that's hilarious and it's like terrible weather i don't know what they're up and just doing. So when the doe's hot they're up yeah they don't care they just go yeah. so anyways all that went on they ended up going down over the to to the creek uh later on and once they did that i saw my window and i bailed out of there and i went back got something to eat and then went went came back and sat again mm-hmm. so then the next morning i'm in the tree and i got in there nice and slick and i was working really good here come all these turkeys i didn't shoot I just watched them play, but there was there was two yearlings and a, a mature doe. Mm-hmm. I guess they were they were in there feeding and jacking around. Well, the the two yearlings started messing with these toms, and they were like dancing. You know, you've seen yeah, yeah. how they jump up and down like a bunch of kids yeah. playing. Yeah, it's like puppies. And it's funny because the turkeys were all posturing up at them, like don't mess with me. <laughs> and it's like all right, anyway. turkeys are cool. Turkeys are significantly less cool in the fall though. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And no disrespect to any turkeys out there listening, but yeah, well, I just saw a bunch the other day. I'm just like, man, you're so much cooler in the spring. Yeah. Yeah, they are. It's just different. So anyways, I let all that kind of happen, go on. And then it got real slow, like nothing moving. And I thought I've got my lunch packed. So I, I really wanted to just get out of there and go to my midday spot. Yeah. So I got my morning spot. That's my fun to do spots. a morning and then a midday sit and then move again. For I was afternoon. going to, but I ended up, uh, I ended up staying. So I, I made the move real quick. I, I was out of the tree and back in a tree and that keeps you fresh though. 15 too. minutes. Yeah. Good to get out and stretch my legs a little bit. Um, but I flew over. So I was out of the tree for 15 minutes, basically mm-hmm. 20 minutes and got up in there. Would have been like right at 11 o'clock. And I thought, well, I'll sit here and just see what happens. Well, nice young buck come cruising through. And then another, I saw, and it was nothing for a little while. 
they ended up being like 10 minutes till two. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in 2020, I shot my 202 out of the spot. Yep. And it was right at 205 that I ended up killing him. I was that early in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So this was, oh, I'm sorry, that. this was 10 till two. I think is what I said. So, so are you? Do you check your time? Watch, I'm like, like, I'm, like you're looking at a watch, checking your phone. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm wearing a watch. It's about two too. o'clock. Oh, you are wearing a watch. Yeah. It's about two o'clock. This is when the big boy showed. You, yeah. th- you still run that through your head? I'm watching it, watching my clock. I'm like somebody's gonna move anytime now. So then this big old eight pointer comes rolling up through. Same trail, same everything, and I was doing the same thing. I was jacking around on my phone mm. and checking deer cast. Hey, anything to do. To, to help sit the out time. there. Yeah. So I'm like, I just happened to look up and I see him cruising. I'm like, oh, perfect. Drop it in the bag. <laughs> pulled out my grunt call. Stood up. Same. I mean, it, same trees, everything. All the same. I'm like, this is just awesome. I'm going to yeah. repeat. And I burp, burp, burp. Yeah. And nothing. I'm like, I'll try that again. Gave you the finger. He didn't even, he hardly, he just kind of like looked over. But it, I mean, there was wind blowing pretty decent. I thought, well, yeah. he didn't hear me or something. I was, I've hit it again. Nothing. I'm like, I find I'm going to snort wheeze at him. So I did, and he just looked over my direction and just kept on rolling. Do one of these? Yep. So I'm like, well, that's fine. So I'll set back down. <laughs> that's fine. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. You pull your phone back out. Yep. Start swiping. <laughs> start swiping again. <laughs> so anyways, that, uh, two hours went by, nothing. And I uh, I start looking, just start, you know, lollygagging around, looking, making sure somebody wasn't trying to sneak up on me. The wind was shifting, so it started out as a southwest and it was turning, and it was basically straight west and going to end up as a northwest. Mm-hmm. And I'm good on all that because I'm yeah. sitting up on top of a ridge, and it's a big downhill slide, yep. and all these trails are down below me. I'm a little nervous, obviously, but I've got a, a stiff enough wind that it's not going to linger and fall. And, do dumb and the stuff. sun was out, so I had thermals working for me. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, even if they do come right down you know, below me, it's, I'm still going to yeah. be okay. So yeah. I... Uh, Anyways. That's a good feeling, man, when you're under stress about your wind. Yeah. Nothing sucks, and you're like, ugh, I'm slicing her here. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's like that's when you're going to see one if you're slicing, you know, because that's when they're going to move that way right. or whatever. But I know you're saying. You need, it, you need it to be there, but you, you got to be in their favor and yours at the same time. So that's which which is really hard. See the podcast we did about quartering winds. Yeah. Right. AKA whiskey wind. Mm-hmm. So, uh, look, I'm starting to look around and I see this big eight pointer coming right at me and coming right down the fence from where he had already rolled over the hill before. Mm-hmm. And I was grunting at him and snort wheezed. Now he's coming back, but it's two hours later, almost two hours to the T. Just checking. Yeah. And I'm walking, I'm looking at my foot, my, my watch. I'm like, two hours. I, I know he was down. I know he <laughs> what was. What were down. you doing for two hours? <laughs> you heard me two hours ago. <laughs> you heard me. And now you're coming back? Yeah. So he went. So I think. Uh, there's a bunch of scrapes down this bottom. Like he, he rolled over the ridge, went down the creek bottom. There's a bunch of does hanging out down there. He checked all of them, came back, mm-hmm. uh, just still on the prowl. So, yeah, uh, he's coming, he's coming right down, right, right. Like I say, like right down in my 30 yard shooting lane, basically. Yeah. But the wind is rolling about 15, 16, 18 mile an hour, somewhere in there. That's a fair amount. That's like. Just over what I think is like a perfect win. Yeah, I agree. It was, it was just a little, a little breezy. touch more. Yeah, but then it would just completely like go to a standstill a couple of times, and I'm like, this isn't going to be good. And then it picked back up. Well, it picked mm-hmm. up when it needed to because he was coming. So yeah. Anyways, he's coming down the line. I could see him, and then his antlers. He'd go behind a tree, and I could see him, and the sun's just blowing him. Like he's blown out bright coming yeah. through the woods. It's really cool. And I uh, saw his big old tall tines on his right side, and uh, two and three, and and I thought. 
man, he just, it's too good, too good of a buck to just let him stroll by oh, by yeah. himself. Especially as an um, eight pointer. He has an eight. Yeah. So I, I, uh, went to full draw. I, I thought I was going to get caught because the sun's on me and he's walking, you know, my direction and I move and it's just, I'm on a spotlight basically. If yeah. you were to look up, I'm he's skyline. You have an aura. Huh? You have like a purple aura. Like yeah. Prince. Yeah. <laughs> so he, uh, I, I thought I got caught. I didn't. And, uh, I went to full draw. And he and I mapped at him again. So this wind whipping around. I'm evidently not mapping loud enough. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like map, and he didn't stop. Like he's still walking. I'm like, I'm gonna lose my your window. Here. Yeah, yeah. I was like, map, map. Like barked at him, and he stopped. And he turned. As soon as he stopped, there's this brand. I could see it. I was looking through the peep, settling in the pen, and I could see this little sticker uh, branch just hanging right there in the ten ring. Of course. I'm like, well, buddy. I'm gonna put this one right in the middle. Yeah, and I, I squeezed that branch as tight as I could and stayed behind it. Punched it. I mean, it everything went off just like it should. I hit yeah. exactly where I was aiming. But when it hit him, I mean, it was dead center middle. Like you couldn't get any more middle. Yeah. Of this deer. And uh, but when it hit him, it was like poof, like pop. Yeah, like a pop. So that's diaphragm. Mm -hmm. I just confident that it was diaphragm. I knew it was one lung liver, hoping for lung. Yeah. I knew it was 100% liver, but I thought diaphragm. Yeah. Just from the sounds of it, the way he ran off. But yeah, the arrow just blew right through, no problem. And I thought, uh, I'm like, well, so he jumps ahead 30 yards and he stands there and he starts wicking his tail back and forth, like really hard, but looking over his shoulder, like, where'd that? What, 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 what was, was that? that? Yeah. He wasn't sure. He just kind of wicking his tail, looking around, looking where he was headed, looking back where he came from. Like, huh. what was that? And then, um, so I swear they don't even know. No, like, I, when I you get a passer like that, they're just like, yeah, he just, <clears throat> what was that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so he's sitting there, I watch him. So I'm, the leaves are all blowing, the sun's out and it couldn't have, if it would have been another 25 minutes, the sun would have been down just far enough that I could have got eyes on him easy and stayed on him. Yeah. But I couldn't cause the leaves are blowing and it's all yellow leaves. There's a lot going on. And I'm looking through the binos and it's just, he's back in the shadows and I got to look through this bright tree. Anyways, I could see him standing there, and I took my eyes off the binos mm. for a second, and then I got back on him. Couldn't get it. Can never couldn't get him get back, him. dude. And I, I got down on one knee, and I was trying to look under the branches. You know, yeah, yeah. Trying yeah. to just anything so I can get eyes on him. I wanted to know if he's going to tip over or what what his body was walking doing. slow or whatever. Yeah. So I backed out of there. Uh, I pulled up deer tracker. I was like, all right, I'll deer just, cast track. Yep. Yeah, deer cast track. So I, I. Uh, Pull that up, put it right there. You know, you, it's an awesome option that you can sit there Dude, and watch. It's and the best. I, I mean, I was very confident I wasn't going in after this deer that night. Yeah. But I had a pretty dang good idea that he was he was going to be dead. For know, sure. In about an hour. I was, I was going to say an hour. And and so the next morning we went in, and and uh, which is a good move. Yeah, And went sure. in and found blood. I grabbed my arrow and then found blood, walked over. We could see where he was standing. He's going out both sides. And then, but there wasn't one leaf unturned uh, uh, or turned over. It wasn't, it was just, he just slow walked all the yeah, way down yeah. there. And, but you can see it dripping out both sides. So I'm like, well, he can't be going too far. And we just went to the bottom of the ridge, like 85 yards, 90 yards. And he's just laying there. Just, just perfect. Stiff. Yeah. And his, uh, <clears throat> on his forehead was all frosted over. So, I mean, he'd, 
He'd been been dead done. a while. Yeah, he was. He he died. With There's a lesson in it though. Like you were unsure. Um, you knew you were you were able to watch the arrow, yeah. check where you hit. You knew he's gonna die, but you didn't go in and get antsy and ruin it. You could have. You could have made a mess for yourself. Well, another thing to think about is when they're you know, let's say it's opening day and you put a shot on that like that. You can wait an hour, maybe wait two hours, maybe wait three, just for to be safe. Yeah, you could probably go in and that deer's gonna be dead, but you go in. With all this adrenaline they they got going, they're kind of zombies just, right now. Yeah, they're just and you like what is it? You know, first first bed, the deer's dead. I mean, as long as you don't mess it up, don't or coyote, up. don't bump them or something right. like that. Yeah. So I guess I've just I thought, well, I know he's going to be expired down there. It's going to be just right. So I, anyways, we go down there. There he was laying there dead. Uh, pretty excited, really pumped. He's a stud. Yeah, he's that was good, man. I'm really fun hunt. Just a great day. Lots of action. Yeah. Uh, in the morning, watching those deer and turkeys, and it, it was just fun, and and it's just a perfect November day. Yeah. So just being in the woods and getting away from working, and and right now when this podcast launches, for people listening to this, this is getting you antsy when to get out there. It looks like the weather's going to be great for our area anyway. Right. The day this launches, so okay. uh, looking at the forecast, um, but no man, he's described the deer itself like physically. Oh, he's uh he's just a really nice mainframe eight pointer. Had like a little sticker. He's got. He's got like an acorn in his main beam. It's, it's kind of weird. Uh, it's like a, it's almost like it bulges out. It's like a bulge. Like they got pressure in right there and it just. Yeah. I mean, that, so that was kind of cool. Um, he had tall G2s, uh, G3s were good. Good brows. Uh, yeah. Nice brows. It's just a, just a nice looking eight pointer. Great eight pointer. Yep. Yeah. Stud. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. That's a way to get her done, Ross, in November. Yeah. Now I'm going to sit back and. Were you holding out for a big one, a bigger yeah, one? Yeah, I've got a couple deer on camera that I'm really anxious to get caught up with. But so let's talk some strategy then. Is is your plan now having a really great buck down and you got some meat and everything going? Mm-hmm. What's the? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start. I'm just well. I'm gonna watch. Lee was calling me. I wonder if he shot something. Oh, I don't know though. Um, so I'm gonna watch. You know, I'll, I'll be watching deer casting and, and just figuring out when the best time is going to be and, and yep. it lines up with my schedule and i'm gonna i'm gonna go if i can for sure and it all you know it's all perfect that's are you holding out for a bigger buck than the one you shot or just mature or definitely bigger than the one i shot and there's several that i've got my eye on yeah like the two bucks the the, the turkey bucks yeah those two uh there's there's two more actually there's okay there's four mm-hmm. there's four of them that i know of that have been pretty consistent on camera but mm-hmm. and they're all on that spot they all hit the same camera really yeah it's weird, but great, great. I, mean, I would say great awesome. problems, but it's not a problem. No, it's it's all good. I'm just just anxious. I want to I want to get on one of them. But. I feel anxious too. You know, <clears throat> as we're recording this today, the weather was hot. Yeah, tomorrow's not supposed to be the best, but like it looks like the forecast coming into the weekend, into next week. You know, the day this launches and after right now, unless it changes, is looking really good. Yeah, I think so too. Uh-huh. And the cold front coming in, all that. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I. Yeah, I, I really like my late season hunts for sure uh, because new new guys roll in. Are you going to back off and wait till late season hit? No, I'll still, I'll still pop when in good. when I can. Yeah, when it's good. And yeah, I mean that's that's my that's my plan. If I can, you know, you get newcomers show up or surprise bucks. Yeah, you know the ones you had in velvet they disappear and then they come back in late season and yeah, it's I really enjoy that part of it. But uh, so if you had to take like one takeaway from this hunt, like. What what got that buck killed? If you had to pick, someone was like, pick one thing from this hunt that got that buck killed. I, I know what it is from hearing your story, yeah. from my perspective. Yeah. 
And uh, I'll, I can tell you first, or if you want me to tell you after. Tell me first, or I'm trying to figure out what you're thinking. I was going to say you put time in the stand. That was that's key. Like I mean, you, you didn't go home and <laughs> lollygag. Like you got out. I don't know that if I hadn't been there at ten till ten till two. You know, I had some other guys I was talking to, and they were still at home getting ready to head back out, and they didn't get in the stand till like two fifteen, two thirty. Yeah. Well. That buck would already been through there, and and, and, and and I don't know if it were if it helped him decide to come back and check two hours later. By like maybe heard the grunts, my before. grunts. Yeah, he heard the grunts and the snort wheeze, and then he went and checked the does that he knew were there, and then thought, eh, I'll go back up there and see what's going on. Yeah, maybe there's a doe over there or something. And I yeah. mean, maybe, but had I not been there, well, that's what I mean. At, maybe he's like, oh, there's a buck with a doe. Let's go back. I don't know if they think that way, but I would think they do. But yeah, I I don't know. Um, so I was going to say just like. Time in the stand when it's the right conditions. Right. Yeah. You know, it's tough to do when it's like pouring rain and the wind is 40 mile an hour. That's not fun. No. It's that was, that was, I mean, it's a long sit and I had my back's getting stiff and you, I I'm mean, sore right now. I've been doing some all day sits. All, yeah. all day sits is in, you know, it doesn't mean I sit in the same stand all day. Right. right. But what you're I, going from tree to tree. Yeah. What I did, I, I did jump down, went to the truck, grabbed lunch, got refreshed, stretched my back out, and then went right back out. So right. I'd get down at 11. I'd be back in the stand by noon. Yeah. And uh, and at, and you can kind of watch that moon phase, too, um, because the, the deer are going to start moving different times. And as we get into November, like we are, the middle of November, they really start to, it seems like they really start to move midday. Yeah. I've talked about that a lot, but... Um, yeah, so then, so then maybe, maybe you want to get in there at like eight thirty or nine, and then sit till three you, or three thirty. You said that for years on our show. Yeah, years. Yeah. I mean, and I've 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 been very very successful doing it mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah, you've killed several bucks, and they're cru you know they're cru I call it my midday spot. I mean, it's just a cruising spot. Yeah, I know, I know there's uh, bedding areas on both sides of me, and I'm just like on the, um, just on the back back of that cruising i mean it's it's an interstate yeah and like a deer interstate it just looks like i've been in that spot before it just looks like a spot that you it feels like it's ambitious for you to want to be there all day yep like there's some spots and it, like i don't know how you feel about this sometimes you're you kind of get like ah, i'm just not feeling it like sometimes like i'll be honest i hunted this morning and i just was not feeling it yeah i got down early i was like oh, i got other stuff i gotta do yep so I got down early, and then, of course, then you get a picture of a buck cruising when you didn't think there would be one cruising. That's the way it works. Uh, over the years, though, in this this spot or other spots, too, but uh, and just learning, uh, you know, just figuring out the whole game of killing a whitetail, mm -hmm. uh, it's taken a lot of screwed-up situations where I, I should have been there sooner, I should have stayed longer, I should have all that. Right. So I've walked in on that ridge. I've blown some monsters out of out of their beds, laying right on top of that thing. <laughs> right, and walking in at walking in at one fifteen. Yeah, and you should have been in there. And I thought I was getting there early. You know what I mean? I was like, dang, what what's going on here? What do I? Yeah. So he probably came in there and bedded down at ten o'clock, and he was going to hang out till whatever, and then I come blew yeah. him out of his bed. Yeah. So it's you know, and I think I don't want people to listen to this and be like, man, that spot. I'm going to sit there all day. Not every spot is no, meant I'm to sit all day. Some spots are special like that. That's right. Like I think if you got like you're saying, like a hardwood draw between two bedding areas. Yeah, it's probably the spot to sit all day during the rut. Definitely. Oh yeah, and any any kind of pinch points or uh, funnels or anything, you know. Yeah. And you can find all that stuff. Uh, 
whether you're going to go out there right now or you're doing it. I mean, you really your best time to scout for those trails and intersections is after season's over in shed January season. or shed season. Everything's yes. beat down. You can see. Right. And they're stomping yeah. through the snow. You can see all their tracks. I mean, it's, yep. I don't think that, uh, their trail system changes that much from rut to just not a ton. I mean, I, ton. I just think terrain features is like, <clears throat> I don't want to say it's overlooked by most guys for hunting whitetails, but, um, you know, when I think about all the deer I've killed, yeah, I would say a terrain feature of some kind is probably my main focus and yeah. may, like subconsciously maybe, but like, you know, a pinch point or, um, a hole in like a fence row between two fields where yeah. you, like a two track is in and out. Like, right. It, and their spot. And I've noticed in the past, there are spots where I'm just like deer, I'm going to go through there. It's out in the open. Da, da, da. I need to be deep in the woods. Right. And I always went deep in the woods. And then it was like, since I've kind of adjusted that and went like, there's a hole in this field to that field. Yep. It seems too obvious almost. Right. Like, since I started hunting that stuff, I feel like my success rate and sightings have gone up. Like oh, significantly. And it's wild how things change too. If they're on a, if they've got a big beat down trail that a tree falls down it and they're going to be going around it and you can use yeah. that to your advantage too. Yeah. Or you drop the tree on their trail to push them a little bit closer to you. I'm going to be doing that <laughs> on a, a smaller piece uh, that I just got. And I had a really big eight hug the edge of this terrain feature that was too far out. Yep. And I'm like, man, what can I do to make sure that doesn't happen again? Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not too far out, but the shot is not. The tree you need to be in is the one you're in. You it, just need that. One hundred percent. Yep. And I'm like, what can I do when I had on this piece? There's a bunch of brush I need to clean up anyway. Yep. And I'm like, I'll just put a bunch of brush right there. Mm-hmm. Seems silly, and maybe some people are like, oh, that's that's BS. It's nah. manufacturing a spot, but so is food plots. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, all that kind of stuff. I mean, if you. So that's my how deep uh, you want to go on that, but it's that's uh, my spring my spring uh, man main terrain feature plans for this area. I don't think that's wrong at all. I think it's just I mean and moving brush. You could give a million different examples, but well, plant, people plant, hinge cut trees. Can, like, yeah, you can hinge cut. You can make bedding. You can. It doesn't. That's all part of the game. Yeah, and if you're tweaking your property to make them roll a little bit different through there, I mean that's just yes, yeah, what it is. Yeah. It's exciting. Well, dude, I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped for you. Yeah, thanks. And there's still a lot of season left. Yep. I'll be curious to see how hard you get after it, you know, here in the next 10-day forecast. But yeah. it's going to get good. I'm excited for it. Yep. Me too. I really am. I hope uh, hope everybody's successful. It's really, it's a, it's a great year. And I will say I've been uh, I've been blessed to see a lot of good bucks running around this year. Yeah. I mean, I, probably the most really good well shooter wise this is the most shooters i've had in a while mm-hmm. uh on camera going into the season and that's the ones i have on camera i don't know if there's any other ones but yeah um overall though they like uh, it's been a couple weeks ago i saw like a hundred and uh 130 inch deer but times like i think it was eight of them all hit this field they were all making 130 inch bucks yeah all 130 inch deer and they're all three-year-olds and they all just everybody's making a scrape wow and then, <laughs> really and then i got to watch the best buck fight i've ever seen a four-year-old come out and he's just a big old when was this what uh it's been ah what was it th- would have been november 2nd november 1st mm-hmm. somewhere in there beginning of november everybody's out partying oh yeah it was uh so the does were in the field the bucks really weren't chasing the does yet i mean they were mm-hmm. going around checking on the little ones were but yeah. the big boys were all just 
or the three-year-olds they were all yeah. just uh scraping you know all that kind of stuff they weren't that's and exciting then, and then uh so, the, so these two are over there they're just kind of tossing antlers around playing and they kind of stop and then there's licking each other's face and then and then this four-year-old shows up and this one three walks all the way across the field to meet up with him and man they went into it and i bet it was a four to five minute fight no kidding they wouldn't they wouldn't quit and they were hitting hard that uh that three-year-old thought he had something, but that—I mean—the body size <laughs> didn't have is just the ass. Huge, yeah. There's just a huge difference between a three-year-old, three-year-old, and a four-year-old. It's been a long time since I've seen two bucks like really fight. Yeah, and I've only seen he, it maybe a handful of times. He got a couple times. He got his antlers up over the top and pushed, come down on his neck, like around our shoulder oh, blades, yeah. and was shoving him in the ground. That's got to be so painful. It was awesome though, because I'm watching through the binos. I wish I had a camera so I could have filmed it, but uh, I'm watching through the binos. And they they have that look in their eye when they're just going at it, and then he got him on the ground and wouldn't let him get up, and he was flopping around trying to get his feet underneath him. Oh no, kidding! And he had that. Oh no! Oh, I'm, I'm getting had. Yeah, I want out of here right now. Yeah, and he wouldn't <laughs> let him. It was good. Uh, a guy when I was growing up hunting in camp shot a buck, and I remember it hanging. We had an old uh, like. I don't know what it was, like an old uh, antenna tower. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? The triangle towers. Yep. What are they? Inten it's an antenna tower. Like a TV antenna? Yeah. Tower? That's all they are? Yeah. Um, one of those was outside of the building that we made into like a makeshift hunting cabin, and we used to hang all our deer from that. Okay. Yeah. Tower thingy, whatever. And I remember it hanging on there, and he goes, look at this buck's ass. And there was two holes on each side in both hams. So you could tell he got in a brawl. He got rammed. And on his way out, the other buck just said, whoop right there's, in there's one more for you yeah and it was about I'm, i remember it vividly and it was like bloody oh boy a couple days a day old maybe yeah and it was t thick tine in the ham oh man can you imagine what that would feel like he wasn't having a good time at all no they hate that i mean you feel an antler and it's like can you imagine you get like certain bucks that have a point that's like wow you grew an advantage yeah, there. just taking. You imagine taking a two, G two to the top of the forehead. Oh yeah, that's yep. It cave you. It's wild though. I mean, if you look at different rack styles, um, I mean, like I've got I've got one deer on the wall that's so tight he couldn't get around a two inch sapling uh, to make a rub. You wonder if like some of them deer just even fight. You yeah, know, I don't. Does mean. every deer? Do you think every buck gets into a brawl? And when they're younger, probably. But I I would think that when they get older, they're they, selective. They just they just know. That they're king dingling, they don't need to. Yeah, I guess, all, to fight. I guess it all depends on the attitude of the uh, of the other deer, the challenger. He's or, gonna, or somebody, the challenge. Somebody will challenge at some point, but I I wouldn't think it'd last long. Makes you wonder each deer for whatever rack he has at that time. Right? Did he fight with that rack or not? Yeah. And do they get so big that they don't need to fight? Like you're kind of saying, right? It's just like an intimidation factor. Like, look, I'm the boss. Yeah. Here's my crown. And there's not very many. I mean, there is there is some deer out there that are big with big racks and they're mature. They're five year olds and they just want to fight all. And they're, they're busted up, busted up bucks. Yeah, two twos busted off. Yep. Oh, I saw a buck. I this was one of those deer uh, the other day. I could not tell if he was a mature buck. Yeah. Or a young buck that was scrappy, but his right side was broke off just below the brow tine. Whoa. Yeah. You can see right it. below the brow or right after. So the, he had his brow tine. The burr to where the brow tine would be, yeah. it was busted off. He had no brow tine. Ooh. From the burr to, you could see it started to curve up. Yep. And it was broke off. Dang. So yep. he's one of those deer I'm looking. I'm like, I can't tell if that deer is like old and just a bully. Yeah. 
or really young. He was with two smaller bucks. Yeah, that's uh, well, that's true. And he mean, was kind of nudging them around, like, but I'm, not I'm like, tough, but I'm not as tough as I once was. I, don't, I could not tell. He's just <laughs> maybe he was a phony, but he well, had a, one beam was broke off. Dang. Yeah. Maybe you can find it somewhere. I ain't doing that. I ain't looking. <laughs> no. Maybe I'll find it during shed season. Right. It'll yeah. be all gone. That'd be neat. Well, cool, man. Well, congrats. Yeah, thank you. This was fun. Glad we got to do a quick podcast. Yep. And I uh, imagine you're going to be back at it. I'm going to be back at it. Hopefully yep. everybody else is back at it. Oh, yeah. And yep. uh, that's really it. You got anything else you want to add? Oh, just good luck to everybody this year. I mean, it's get out there and have fun. Make some memories. Yeah. And everyone, thanks for the feedback. Uh, we've been getting the messages of... You guys shooting deer and using deer casts and letting us know about it. So much appreciated. Thank you. Yep. And keep that coming. And uh, get out there. When the time is good, spend as much time as you can in the stand. That's right. And uh, my family is taking a toll on my hunting lately. Yeah. My daughter's just here crying her eyes out. Yep. So it's time for daddy to probably fill a tag this weekend and then... Uh, Go kick, back to being kick, dad. Kick it. Yeah. yeah it sounds it sounds like I just haven't been a dad because I've been running. It's not <laughs> it feels true. like it at times. It, it feel, it, right now it feels like it. I feel like a bad dad right now, if you want to know the truth. Yeah. That's that work-life-family balance was on and mixed in. Just like we talked about the last episode you're on. Yep. That's right. Cool. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. C- congratulations. Thanks, everyone, watching, listening. You know what to do. Go shoot a giant. We love you. anglers search for the one they call king but who will take his throne tune in to waypoint tv's battle for silver saturday may 18th from 12 to 6 p.m eastern presented by abyss battery waypoint tv